You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. Welcome to this 91 Investment Views 2022 podcast. With me is Werner Gey van Petiers, who's co-head of Emerging Market Debt at 91. And Werner, I have to say that when I see my screens every day and I uh, hear the word volatility on television, I think to myself, well, if there's volatility in so-called developed world markets, then emerging markets must be incredibly volatile. How has it been recently for you in your space? Thanks, Lindsay. Thanks for the time. Incredibly volatile, <laughs> as you can imagine. Um, to give you an example, Brazilian bonds had a 100 basis point yield round trip on the day mm. when it was rumored that the Minister of Finance was going to resign. So, yes, uh, you see the volatility in developed markets. In EM, that is just exacerbated. Well put. What about next year, 2022? Are you looking forward to it or are you looking forward to the risks that uh, come with opportunities? Well, both really looking forward to it and think that returns will come with, with the risk. So, and those risks should dissipate going into 2022. And I say that because emerging markets are vaccinating really quickly at the moment, especially in Asia. And with that comes the reopening and, you know, the unlocking of supply chains. So, all else equal, inflation should moderate and growth should return to these markets um, with very attractive valuations at the moment. Exciting times. What does that mean for emerging markets and particularly your field of expertise, emerging market debt? Does that mean more stability given what you've just sketched out? Yeah, people have been worried about inflation in, in the U.S., uh, actually all over the world, and we're getting better to catch up with where inflation is pricing at the moment. But not just that. The opportunity comes with emerging markets being much more aggressive in resetting monetary policy rates higher, and much more so than the developed worlds. I, I think we are at record historical gaps between emerging markets and developed markets as far as forward policy rates or expectations are concerned, both nominal and real, that is, inflation-adjusted space. So they've created a buffer. They're very conservative. So bond yields actually starting to look um, really attractive in emerging markets. That's a good sign, provided, of course, the dollar behaves itself and other uh, developed yes. world currencies behave themselves. We've spoken about the risks and the potential opportunities. So what I want you to do now is, if you can, give us an idea of where your portfolio is positioned now and where it might be positioned in 2022. So we currently, as some would put it, aggressively neutral in the portfolio. We're waiting for those opportunities. That said, it doesn't mean we don't have risk on we really like, for instance, the Russian ruble versus the Colombian peso. The former does have Putin there, which accounts for some risk premium, but they have got an incredibly strong balance of payments position, and the oil and gas prices are working very well for them. That, And you compare that to Colombia, also an oil exporter, but oil production is falling. Uh, they've got a current account deficit, completely the polar opposite to what you expect for an oil exporter at the moment. So there are these opportunities abound in emerging markets where we can extract value, those that will benefit from the reopening and those that just are behind on the COVID vaccinations. For instance, Thailand and, and Philippines are struggling on vaccinations, whereas Singapore and Indonesia have, have a lot going for them at the moment. So, you know, we've, we're expressing these RVs across portfolios. But that said, looking into next year, 
the starting point for emerging markets. We think that the investors will return and they're not at the moment. So we're looking forward to, 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 to moving to overweight positions because emerging markets are almost historically cheap in, in, in currencies and real effective exchange rate terms. And as I've, as I've said already, the bond yields are, are, are super attractive levels. So we're waiting for that opportunity and, you know, you just don't want to catch the falling knife with U.S. Treasury yields pushing higher at the moment. It is a little bit too soon. You know, as you say, the dollar needs to behave itself and U.S. Treasuries needs to behave itself before you step into this emerging market trade. So we're just giving it a bit of time, uh, biding our time. Yeah, patience is a virtue. But yeah. are, in general yeah. terms, 2022, are you looking forward to it? No, absolutely. I think um, emerging markets will will do its thing next year. And, you know, it should be rewarded for the orthodoxy we've seen from um, the from the central banks, if we look at fiscal policy, you know, do the developed markets are in such a such a position that they can spend on fiscal, and they have. So EM is on a much shorter leash. Markets don't give them the benefit of the doubt. So therefore, their fiscal is in much better position. They've hiked a lot further, and at some point, you know, the returns the returns will come for them. As an example, the combined um, twin deficit in America. That is current account plus fiscal last year was minus 18%. And this, this year it's forecast to be minus 15%. Any emerging market with that type of metrics would, would explode. Its currency would explode. And so the US dollar is only holding up because it's the reserve currency of the world. So, you know, we are biding our time and thinking that there's, there's a fantastic opportunity in emerging markets just around the corner. Werner, thanks so much for your time. That's Werner G. Fan Petius, co-head, Emerging Market Debt 91. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.